Welcome to season two of the Simply Whole Moms podcast. I'm Kara. I'm Nicole. We are real life moms intentionally keeping it simple so we can enjoy true health. We want to encourage you to have a mindful, healthy, and joyful motherhood. Let's get inspired as we listen to other moms share their passions. However you listen to us, whether it's in the curbside grocery pickup spot, while doing dishes, or driving a sleeping baby around, we hope you know we are all in this together. Welcome back to the Simply Whole Moms podcast. It's Nicole here, and you can probably hear my washing machine in the background. Um, I'm having to find little pockets of multitasking with podcasting and, you know, chores um, right now at home. So anyway, we're making it work, and I am so excited to bring you this episode. It's another addition to our Quarantine Diary series where Kara and I are interviewing moms who are going through different situations during this season. So um, we kind of sat down and realized like, hey, we're stay-at-home moms, but not everybody is. And so this has rocked our worlds, but it's rocking everyone else's worlds too in different ways. So um, we're interviewing moms in different situations than ourselves. And today's guest is a friend of mine from church. Her name is Kristen Navarro, and she is a NICU nurse at one of the larger hospitals in San Antonio. So she is now at home with her two boys who are home from school, but she is also still going into work and she's heading to a job that is in a hospital, which is in my opinion on the front lines. And so I really wanted to talk with someone about how this is impacting their life, um, their job, and then like how it affects their day to day at home. So we really have a great conversation. Um, She's a NICU nurse, so she mentions the term anticipatory grief, which is something she said they deal with a lot in the NICU, and I feel like it totally tied into the situation that we're all in right now, Um, and so I I really enjoyed our conversation with Kristen. Um, If you like this episode, we would love for you to share it with a friend, and one of the coolest ways to do that is to subscribe to our podcast and review it, and then if you're on social media share um, the episode that you've listened to, and then you can find all of our episodes and the show notes in case you're missing something at www.simplywholemoms.com slash podcast. And one other thing we wanted to do, we did this last week for the working moms and Kristen is also a working mom, but she's a mom in the medical field. So we wanted to give some shout outs. We opened it up on Instagram and the overwhelming consensus of thoughts to tell the moms who are working right now in the medical field, no matter where it is, what kind of office, what kind of hospital was thank you. Thank you. Thank you was the overarching theme. The resounding term that everyone said was thank you. One girl in particular said, thank you. Just thank you so much. Thank you for all you do. And we appreciate you be safe. And then one of our loyal listeners is a big Carrie Fisher fan, if you're a Star Wars fan. And she said, Carrie Fisher says, stay afraid, but do it anyway. And she said, thank you for not losing hope and doing it anyway. So we want to give a big thank you, a big virtual hug to all of our moms out there who are working hard at home and working hard when they go to their jobs. So tune in, hear from Kristen. We just really, really enjoyed our conversation with Kristen. Enjoy. All right, we've got another special guest today on the Simply Home Moms podcast. Kristen, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are y'all? 
Kara, you go first. I'm good. (laughs) You know, I'm just living the quarantine life. Just trying to remember to brush my teeth and put on a bra is where I'm at right now. And you know what? I don't get that. Like I have to wear a bra. Like I'm not a like braless like person. Is that, is that weird? Is that like a. No, I'm pretty much the same way. I have found that if I, at some point in the morning, mid morning, brush my teeth, put my bra on and, and get out of my pajamas, it really helps me to go, okay, this isn't Sunday morning. We have, <laughs> we have stuff to do. So that helps yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what it is. I'm subconsciously like a bra means I can be productive. <laughs> no, I, I, um, I just need someone to make sense of my world right now. Pretty much is what's happening is who I am know. I? Who am I and what am I doing? I don't know. I don't None know. of us do right yeah. now. I don't know. I know. I know. I know. Well, the fun part, poor Kristen just watched us struggle for like 30 minutes to get our technology in order because that's thrown us for quite a loop um, in the podcast world. So thank you for being patient with us. Oh, sure. I wouldn't have known what to do. I would have FaceTimed you. So that's yeah. all I knew how to do. That was my next call was to FaceTime everybody and then hold it up to the computer so we could record it. We got it. We got it. And we're really excited you're here. I, I am loving this series we're doing right now because I am, I am loving just to hear the perspective of other moms during this time. It's like, it's giving me life and inspiration and helping me make sense of my world by hearing how they're making sense of their world and it's just, it's just great. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, I have two little boys. One is 11, one is six, Nicholas and Aaron. And um, my husband works for um, Alma Heights United Methodist Church. He's the worship director there. And we've been going there for, I mean, 18 years, 16, something like that. And um, I work at University Hospital in the Neonatal Intensive Care Unit. And that's kind of um, our life in a nutshell. My kids go to Great Hearts Monte Vista, or they did up until about a month ago. Right. So (laughs) now we're living that quarantine life like everybody else. So are you still going into it? Well, first I wanted to ask you, I've wanted to ask you this for a while, but how long have you been a neonatal nurse? Let's see. I have worked there for 16 years. Um, my first two, almost, almost two years was in labor and delivery. And then I moved up to the NICU. And then around year uh, 10 or 11, I moved downtown to the Brady Green Clinic and opened up the NICU Graduate Clinic, which is a, a primary care physician for, is still within university system, but is for our specialty babies when they leave the NICU, whether they were premature or have a heart defect or, you know, just not your typical newborn. So I ran that for about a year and a half as a care coordinator, and then I went back to the NICU. And so all in all, 16 years there at the hospital. Awesome. So are wow. you going, no, no, go ahead, Kara. Sorry. So, and just like for our listeners and people who aren't in San Antonio, university is a, it's our only level one trauma, right? And it's the only one in I South think, Texas. I think SAMC or BAMC or no, it's SAMC. The is, military um, one. But the military hospital, but, um, yeah. but yeah, 
and uh, a level, we have a level four Nikki. And so it's backwards, which is really confusing. Level one is the highest for trauma. Level four is the highest for NICU. Okay. We aren't the only level four NICU. Methodist, I believe, is also. Very, very interesting. So yes, it's a massively large hospital servicing a very, very large population area of Texas. Very cool. So what, so are you, like Nicole saying, are you still going in? Oh, yes. Um, I actually was put on call yesterday. I would have been at work yesterday, but um, our census has actually been a little bit low in the NICU. Um, in the springtime, we once in a while hit like a low point and then it revs up in the summer. Last summer, we had a high, like higher census than than I've ever had since in the 16 years that I worked there. And um, so once in a while in the spring, we uh, hit a nice little low after Christmas. We can kind of once in a while get canceled, put on call, and it's a little breather before, the calm before the storm, as people say. And um, it's it's been great because, not that we don't have babies and we have, you know, very sick babies, but um, it just hasn't been as um, high census which has been really great for our medical directors um, to prepare for uh, like COVID moms and um, uh, babies and kind of give the rest of the hospital more attention. I guess you could say, you know, it's, it's just great that they're not massively overloaded and we're not massively overloaded. So it's uh, been great. And also because, you know, certain, some of our nurses, including our directors are, um, you know, also immunocompromised themselves or have health issues. Mm-hmm. And so they've been able to kind of work from home or take some days off and stuff like that, kind of hunker down so that when we really need people that they'll be healthy and available. Hey guys, we interrupt this episode of the podcast to tell you about our favorite human safe cleaning brand for your household, Branch Basics. I use the Branch Basics concentrate to clean everything from my windows to my laundry. If you need some ideas on how to use Branch Basics, head over to our Instagram page and look for the cleaning highlight. If you want to buy Branch Basics and clean your house like we do, head on over to www.branchbasics.com slash partner slash simplyholdmoms and enter the promo code simplyhold10 for 10% off your first starter kit. Happy Happy cleaning. That's cool. Have you noticed, I mean, I'm assuming I haven't been out and about or anywhere, but are the procedures at the hospital like completely different now? Um, or does it impact the way that you go to work every day? How does that look? We uh, are kind of like in a line like cattle. Um, and we, um, I don't mean that in a mean way. They're trying to protect us six feet apart. There's tapes on the ground, I guess, like some HEBs have done. Yeah. And um, two different lines and they kind of tell us where to go. And then um, they ask us if we've traveled, if they go down the whole symptom list. If, have you had any in the past X amount of hours? They take our temperature every day. They scan our forehead so they're not actually touching us. Hmm. And um, then give us a different colored sticker per day. And if we don't have that color sticker on our badge, then we have to go get checked out. And then, then we're allowed to walk in. And then now we're all wearing a mask, everybody, all day. Um, And then I heard um, through the grapevine on Monday, something will change, but I don't know what it is. (laughs) 
oh man, <laughs> surprise. Yeah, I know. I, I had just sent like a funny meme. My, the medical director, like over the medical part, um, I've known her since she was in medical school, actually. Um, and so we're, we're good friends. And I sent her a funny meme and I also sent it to the nursing director. And, um, and she said, oh yeah, and it's, it's going to change on Monday. Oh, great. But it's always for the better. You know, I mean, we just have to be flexible. I mean, even the CDC can't decide what's wear a mask. Don't wear a mask, wear a mask. Right. Yeah. So, so, I, I can yeah. relate to that. It's <laughs> <Just laughs> like, you know, like it's like every time some new, you know, thing comes down the pipe, you know, ours is coming from the governor. Um, I, I get all upset all over again. It's like, yeah. what? The parks are closed on Easter weekend? And then Morgan's like, were you going to go to the park? Like, why are you upset? And I'm like, I don't know. It just feels like everything's changing all the it's time. It's nice to have options or at yes. least to know that you have options. Yes. Everything is constantly evolving and it's just upsetting to me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so Chris and I go to the same church and we, I watched church this morning and our pastor goes, she was praying at the end and she's prayed for like, basically like a loss of a sense of freedom. And I was like, it like, I opened my eyes and I was like, wait a minute, that's so true. And like, I haven't really looked at things that way. Um, I feel like I've just been like staying home and following the rules. And then I was like, but that really is kind of what it is. It's like, I can't just run to the grocery store right now if I want to, or have friends over. Or it's There's like definitely a-, a part of um, grief involved right now. Yes. I've done a lot more, um, no, I don't want to say more than the average bear, but like I do a lot with the perinatal palliative um, at our hospital and um, bereavement and stuff like that. And so I've done a bit more um, study on grief than maybe some of my counterparts, but um, anticipatory grief is huge. It's Mm. big in the NICU anyway. So like you might have um, a family crying over an incubator and we as the the nurse that we're like, no, we're doing good, we're doing good. You know, today is a good day. We're digesting, we're breathing okay. All those kinds of things. But, you know, it's it's already a overstimulating, overwhelming environment in the first place. Like other people that aren't used to the NICU just walk in and want to break into tears, you know, because it's just, it's overstimulating. Mm-hmm. So then when it's your own child there, it's, there's this anticipatory grief of what's to come. And, and uh, unfortunately, probably just like every ICU, you know, one minute you're good and the next minute you're not. And so you, you have a hard time even real, having fun in that good moment, enjoying the good moment. And so, um, like you were saying, you're having a couple of rough days, the last days. Like last week for me was a bit more maybe exciting, hopeful, like, okay, we're, we're homeschooling. This week has been harder. Nothing's really changed in the last two weeks, but this, you know, just your emotions. And I always say, I don't know if it's the moon or my hormones or what it is, but, or if I didn't drink my happy coffee or whatever it is. But I had a moment where I just sobbed in the bathtub. You know, everybody had the vent on, the door closed, and, like, hopefully the boys didn't, you know, hear me as one of those silent sobs that every mom has done. And I just, like, just unleashed. And just because we don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going on. And as moms, especially, not that dads don't, but we're the control hubs. We, we plan and we check 
mark off the list and homework's done and lunches are made and bills are paid, whatever. And now, right now, it's just chaos and it's hard to put your feet steady on the ground. So. Well, now I'm crying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I choked up too. I was like, crap, I need to sit in my bathtub and cry. This That's is great. Thank you. Yeah. That was last week. And then, um, April, let's see, April for, um, April Fool's Day. It was just, it was just a tough couple of days and I got the boys showered or whatever and I went to the backyard and I just cried, mm-hmm. you know, and I called my aunt to tell her happy birthday and tried to sound not shaky in my voice. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you doing okay? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh. I know. Uh, it is. I, I liked you know, what you said, and I've been trying to relay this to my husband today in particular, honestly, but just like the control hub, I've been saying to him, like, I'm the caregiver, like, I, I'm, I'm giving care around the clock to three people, you know, and I wasn't giving him care, my husband, around the clock, you know, he was gone for eight, sometimes 10 hours a day, but now he's home and he is also receiving my care during that time. And it's like, I was telling him, I'm like, honey, if you don't care for me, no one is like, if you're not the one caring for me, then no one's caring for me. Like you, someone has to like put into me. And on top of that, like, I have to be aware, like, you know, and I've told him a couple times, I'm about to lose it. I need to go in the other room because like, I don't feel, um, out of control of my emotions, but I do feel emotional. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. Like I I feel in control of my emotions. Like I don't feel like I'm just losing my ever loving mind or anything, but I am emotional. Like I can cry at the, you know, hearing a story about, you know, hearing another mom who's been struggling, that gets me choked up to hear you say that you've been having a hard time, mostly because I have too, and I can empathize with that. Like, you know, just at the drop of a hat, I can empathize with you. And when it gives you permission, mm-hmm. it's not a lot of times we need to be given, we feel we don't need it, but we feel like we need permission to just be in that moment and let it go. The first time that I, I actually started to actually form tears and not just like have a lump in my throat, it was just between AJ and I. And he said, he, it was, I guess a week before last night, he said, well, when is this, when, are you, when is this going to be over? When are we going to, you know, he, he couldn't even like finish his sentence. And I think we were talking about like getting groceries. I mean, it's just like, when are we going to get what we need? And I said, I don't know, but we have to just stay here. We have to just do it. And then that's when I choked up. I said, if we have to live here for a year for our kids to stay alive, then then that's what we do. We live in this house. I said, we're not in Africa. We're not starving. Right. We have a village that we have technology. And if I have to be here and keep them out of school for a year to keep them alive, then that's what I have to do. I want my kids to live. And then that's, <laughs> that's when I lost it. Yeah. I don't want to be here for a year. Right. <laughs> I feel like the first two weeks, it's like, oh, we could do this. And then the last week, I feel like everyone was like, okay, I'm done. Like, never mind. Yeah. This <laughs> was out. sweet, but I baked cookies eight times. So does someone <laughs> want some freaking cookies? Because we got a lot over here. Well, do you feel like, so I, I, I need to get off of Facebook and Instagram sometimes, but I feel like there's like two camps, like the people who are like, stay home, wear the mask. No, no, no. Like just like 
this is serious. Take it seriously. And then there's people who are like, whatever, I'm going to do what we're going to do. I don't think I need to do this. So from like a medical standpoint, do you feel like, like, is, do you have like a, like, what's your outlook on it, I guess, versus like what I'm seeing, like the, the, on Instagram. Um, <laughs> I'll try to hold it together here. <laughs> this is real. This is very, very real. And I mean, uh, we've lost some people at our hospital, some that are very elderly and, and I don't want to say some, I mean, I think that we've been doing pretty good, Mm -hmm. better than I I kind of thought, you know, especially when you look at New York, but it, you know, thank God we live in, most of us here in San Antonio or in Texas live in houses not apartments. We're not living on top of each other. Um, You know, there's 20-year-olds, you know, I can't say too much because of HIPAA, um, intubated. You know, first we heard, oh, don't worry, it's the elderly, it's the immunocompromised, but it's not, it's, well, I mean, you know, like even the flu takes healthy people out, you know? I mean, if, if it doesn't kill them, sometimes it really takes them out, like drains them. Um, it's very real. The medical community is very scared, very scared. And from like uh, some nursing blogs that I follow that are, you know, legit, not hype and scams mm-hmm. and stuff. It's, 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 it's real. And I feel like if you can at all stay home, just do do yeah. it do your curbside I mean I don't know if you saw my post Nicole about like all the things that we are doing um and sometimes you go a little cuckoo with it but and you're just like oh. <laughs> but um it's not a hoax and it's scary but if you can do it you can I mean you you just have to kind of give up the the previous we've we've you and I grew up in a, a time where we we turn on the TV to catch our show, and if we missed it, we missed it. Our kids have grown up where, well, we just on demand. We've come to a society of instant gratification. Yeah. Oh, we want Chinese tonight? Let's Grubhub. Oh, you want, you know, we, you know, it's just everything at the instant. And right now we just have to deal with not. Right. Our neighbor the other day said, I'm going to HEB. Do you want something? I said, you know what? My boys would really like some ice cream. Yeah. Um, and, and she grabbed us a few things and, uh, it was really nice and it makes you appreciate the, well, I'm getting off subject, but I'm just saying that, yes, it's real. And if you can stay home, even if that doesn't mean that you have everything you want or everything you need, then just stay home, stay out of the grocery store, stay out of the grocery store. It's so gross. (laughs) I know. That's, that's, I have not, I refuse to go. I refuse. I, we haven't gone, we've done curbsides or deliver, you know, whatever we can kind of get here and there. Which is such a blessing that there are the people out here there that are doing Doing that for us. Um, I wanted to ask you, are you concerned about like yourself having to go into work? Do you, does that, I mean, to me, that seems like such a service. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm lucky in the fact that I, I did not choose the adult field. Um, cause it just scares me to take care of adults. Um, 
I would not be able to walk in and do what those adult trauma ICU nurses, respiratory therapists uh, do right now. Um, but there will come in a, a point where I will have to go on a delivery of a mom that is, we've had a few moms that are, um, what do they call it? PUI person under uh, investigation. So far, well, at least as of a few days ago when I was at work, we haven't had any that were actually positive, but we have to treat them like they are. And so the N95s and, and such, and we have created, we've kind of cleared out an area, a room that we've used for various different purposes, but um, it is now our COVID baby room where the baby will be isolated. Um, and the people taking care of that baby will be, you know, away from everybody else. And so, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. And the thing is, is that because we are a level one trauma, we do get moms that we do, you know, we have our moms that we follow through our clinics and then we have our moms that just either we were the closest hospital or right. have no cranial care or have been in a trauma and they will end up delivering with us and we will know nothing about them until that very moment. And we will have to kind of treat like as if everybody is possibly infected. Yeah. So yeah, I'm scared, you know? Do you have like a protocol when you get home? Like what I've seen oh, yeah. some memes about people working in the medical field right now that they like strip at the door and like, yeah. Yeah, in the garage after the door closes. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to see that. No shows. My shoes don't go inside, of course. If I had Lysol spray, I, I would be putting them on, but I can't find any. Um, so I um Girl, yeah. I have some. It's yours. I'll give text me your address after this. I'll no. drop it off. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm not going to the hospital. <laughs> I, I do. I strip down and luckily our washroom is connected to the garage. So I, I try to either have one of my children open the door from the inside or um, I have a box of gloves from the garage. That I, I try not to touch the door now. And I do clean all the stuff with our crazy hospital CNE wipes, like my phone, my key, you know. Well, actually I have one of those keyless cars, so that's handy. I don't even have to touch my keys. Um, my backpack is wipeable which is why i bought it um so i don't have like cloth type stuff and but i even last week I, I just left it in the garage in my lunch bag too i throw everything in the wash and then i run to the bathroom <laughs> and then last time i smashed my finger at the door doing so so oh no i was cursing covid in my bathroom <laughs> but um yeah that's and you know i don't wear any jewelry anymore at all yeah. Rings, earrings, anything. I sanitize my glasses because, you know, wearing the masks, you like, we've all been saying now I touch my face more than I did because, <laughs> you know, you know, adjusting here and there. And then if you have glasses that uh, now I have to use because of the computers, they mm -hmm. fog up and all that kind of stuff. So, um, do I press okay? So, so yeah, no metal on my face or my earrings or my uh, necklace or anything. Because it can live on metal for 12 hours. That's right. That's so crazy. That's right. I had read that about jewelry. Um, and I realized too, like you're saying, touching your face, 
when I've been on these Zoom calls, I realize how much I touch my face. I sit here, oh, oh my gosh, okay, <laughs> I gotta get my hands off my face. Just sit, sit on <laughs> Yeah, sit on my hands, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, well, thank you for doing what you're doing and sharing that with us. I do feel like, I think I said this to you in my message, but I feel like I kind of been living under like a rock in my own house because like I'm just kind of privy to like what we're doing every day. Right. Um, so I think it's important to get a different perspective because you have a completely different thing going on at your house. Like your kids are home, but you still have days where you're going to right. work and dealing with these new procedures and a new way to come home and just have to shower. <laughs> um, what What's something that you're doing with the boys at home that's like keeping things fun for you guys? That's a challenge, really. Yeah. I, I, I know. Would say- I mean, I want to be that perfect mom that some people post about, oh, we're learning to do this and to do that. And like I said, that I guess that first week of extended learning, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, I got all their stuff organized and it did okay. And then this last week is a bit stressful. And I, I was just telling AJ, I'm just going to take everything, put it together, and we're going to turn it in. And if they emailed me that something's missing, it just, it was just mentally challenging for um, everybody in the family this week. Yeah. I don't, you have an 11 year old. That's like, we're doing like ABCs. So I feel like you've got some serious work. (laughs) It's just hard for him to realize that he's not, like he's not putting his school face on because he's not there. And even, even Nikki, the kind of easier age is was not having it this week and I'm like you know I know that their um psychosocial balance is all off just as much as ours is yeah so I'm like just I'm not gonna push this and you know I I even decided if they have to repeat this grade then they do then they do you know it's for Nick it won't be that big of a deal because he's an August baby and so he'd kind of be we never held him back in the beginning so it'd be kind of no big deal for Aaron, it, it might, but if that's what we have to do to, to live this one life that we have a little less stressed than mm-hmm. we're going to do, we're not going to send them back. Even if the school opens, that's another decision we made, but, um, I digress, but I guess little, I think physical touch for us has been, has been more like, um, more snuggling, um, maybe, doing some exercises together, like kind of like that kids moment that we had at church, the Sunday school. And I don't know if y'all did it, but dancing to the songs. Yeah. I was doing most of the dancing, but it made <laughs> you know, just stuff like that or making a cake from a box mix, you know, we ran out of strawberries one week. And so we made a box mix strawberry cake and, Yum. and, yeah, that was good. and you know, just not the stuff that I would normally uh, want them to eat, but whatever oh we've made rice krispie treats like i think three times already so oh i'm telling you i bake i am baking my feelings i bake something every single day i just ate a justin's peanut butter cup i i cannot buy this stuff anymore i'm just eating my feelings that is what is happening we found a costco snoopy baking kit i don't know if y'all saw it but a few weeks ago when i actually did go into the store I saw some lady with, it's a peanuts cookie Easter set. It was like five bucks. So we grabbed that and they've been begging to make it, but that might be our Easter activity. Yeah. Yep. So. That's so fun. 
awesome. I think it's different for every family because it's just, you know, some people are touchy feely. Some people are doers. Some people are talkers and thinkers, you know, just, and each kid is different. Yep. My Nick is very much different than my Aaron. So, you know, it's just, I'm just having to go with the flow. Yeah. That's like my, I said it the other day, we're going to make it work. That's like my new catchphrase. We're just making it work. Like everything, (laughs) we're going to go with the flow and we're going to make it happen. (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. Every moment is an opportunity to go with the flow. Yeah, I know. Well, let me ask you our closing question. We ask all of our guests this, but what is something that you're doing right now to keep life simple? (laughs) Um, well, okay. I know one you're doing <laughs> just from listening to you. You're not putting pressure on the school mm-hmm. school situation. Yeah, I'm try- And that's honestly a daily battle because mm-hmm. I'll find myself like, come on, we gotta do, we gotta do it. And then, but you know, I wake up going, I'm not going to stress it. I told AJ, I'm fine. I'm not stressing today. I'm not stressing today. And then at like five o'clock that day, I was like, we have to do your Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not gonna stress today. You know, it's it's almost a, an hourly change. So I'm I'm sure I seem very unstable to them, but um I, don't, I feel that way too. It's it's evolving and maybe connecting with other moms. You know, we've had some zooms with our our friends that we normally see from the from the worship team and when we would do Shabbats on Fridays and Yeah. Just seeing my friends' faces you know, it's almost like we moved away. Yeah. yeah. And I, I realized that I probably could not move away. <laughs> because <laughs> right? How I many... miss everybody so much, you know? Exactly. I know. I feel like there's a lot of things I've had epiphanies like that. And I'm like, oh, well, when you mentioned earlier about how your boys would want ice cream, I realized how much, like, we would just be like, oh, we're going to head to Minchie's today. Like, it was nothing. And now the girls have asked repeatedly, like, well, when can we go to Menchie's? When can we go to Menchie's? And I'm like, it is going to be so fun when we finally get to go. When we actually get to answer, yes. Well, one one thing um, that I told myself, and I read it on some something from Facebook and just kind of put it in my own head. I'm not homeschooling, okay? I did not choose this curriculum. Mm-hmm. I did not research this curriculum. If I was homeschooling, I would have researched the curriculum, chosen which one I wanted, probably dropped down my hours and not worked full time. Right. I would maybe even have some health help like with the household or, you know, once or twice a month or something. And now I'm I'm not homeschooling. I'm like substitute teacher. I am teaching without a degree or knowledge of how to do this. And to somebody else's expectations. And I realized I, I can't really do that. And so we're gonna just do what we can. And, and actually I have found that when I've emailed the teachers or called them or Facebooked them or you know, whatever, they're like, that's fine. We yeah. know whatever it is And this, the, like I told you this week wasn't so great. So I'm gonna email them tonight. Like guys, this is what we did. If you really need something, email me back and tell me them. Otherwise, we're moving on. Yeah. I had to reach out to one of, uh, and, and Eliza's just in preschool, but her teacher was sending stuff like, hey, if you need things to do, let's do it. And so 
you know, in my head, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And she just was not, not into it. Every time I brought up, oh, your teacher wants you to do this. She literally would just turn around and walk in the other room. And I was like, I, I don't, and she's not like that. Usually she's very like, get along, go along. So I texted her teacher and she was like, let it go. It's yeah. fine. None of this has to be done today, tomorrow. And then like the next day she decided she wanted to do it. So um, I think that's a really good perspective that we're, we're not like we're schooling at home, but we're not homeschooling. <laughs> right. um, yeah. It's crazy. It crazy is crazy, crazy times guys, crazy times, but I really loved hearing your perspective and thank you for how much you shared with us today about what's, what's been going on in your house and letting us into your house and your career and everything. So well, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you so much for being on. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review so other moms like you can find us. You can find our blog at simplywholemoms.com and we are all over the internet on Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook as Simply Whole Moms. We'll be here next Thursday. Bye.